I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts. Hi, it is Breast Cancer Awareness Month, and I'm Rebecca Cressman, and I wanted to make sure that we had an opportunity to talk about what breast cancer awareness is for us as a community and what it means to you as a woman, what does it mean to you as a, as a husband, a spouse, a brother, a sister, a wife, because we do have some challenges here in the state of Utah getting our mammograms. We're going to talk about that as well. I'll also share a little bit of the fact that I have been diagnosed with breast cancer, and we'll talk a bit about that. This is not about me. This is about saving lives. And so that is why we have such an important guest today, Joelle Fierro with the Utah Department of Health. She's a communications and media director. Coordinator. Coordinator. I know I could get it. Joelle Fierro with both Utah Department of Health and the Utah uh, Cancer Control Program. Joelle, thank you for being here. Thanks for having me. You know, in your capacity with the Utah Cancer Control Program, right off the top, one of the things I want to get off um, my chest is that in the state of Utah, we are not getting the mammograms like other women in the country. In fact, we're one of the lowest rates in the nation. I was reading some information from your site, like in the last two years, what, 64% of women 40 and older had their mammogram in the last two years. So in other words, we're not getting them. Tell me a little bit about why that concerns you and how we with the Utah Cancer Control Program can help. So it's really concerning. So like you said, about probably about 66 uh, 67% mm-hmm. of Utah women are getting their mammogram. Okay. Our goal, uh, the state cancer coalition, mm-hmm. the Utah Cancer Action Network, which is a group of partners that try to work on cancer initiatives. We have a state cancer plan and our goal by 2020 is 72%. And so we're not even close to that. And you're right. We do. We rank 48th in the country for the number of women that get screened for breast cancer. And the only reason that we're, we, we've been, we were 49th forever. Wow. Yeah. And the only reason was that somebody did worse than us, not because we did better. Wow. And women just, they aren't getting screened. And you know that if you find breast cancer in its early stages, it is when it's most treatable. And that's why it's important that everybody gets screened because one in eight women's going to get breast cancer in her lifetime. And most of those women, 90% of those cases, don't have a family history. That's really, really important. In fact, 
You know, for years I've been advocating um, the importance of breast cancer awareness, you know, with partnerships with a lot of nonprofits in our organization. And, and I'm one of those women that has family history. So my mother died from breast cancer. My grandmother died from mm-hmm. breast cancer. A great-grandmother died from breast cancer. However, we did the genetic mutations test. I looked for 32 different genetic mutations. I don't carry it, but I definitely carry family history. Mm-hmm. So for me, I knew, number one, I have to really watch my mammograms because I did have family history, okay? And I think we did a really good job. In fact, Utah, because of Huntsman Research, right, the Huntsman Cancer Institute and and other uh, fellows, we were in the leading front finding that there was a gene, the BRCA gene, right? So suddenly here in Utah, we all get the information that, you know, there could be family history that ties you to this. And then what I think happened is that women who don't have family history thought, okay, I'm safe because my mom didn't have it, my mm-hmm. aunt didn't have it. And it became a misunderstanding. And, and what I want you to know is if you have family history, I want you to be on those mammograms. I want you to be getting your monthly self-exams. And we'll talk a bit about how that's important too. But if you don't have family history, that doesn't mean you're not at risk. Because, Joelle, let's say, what is the greatest risk for breast cancer? It's being a woman mm-hmm. and getting older. And, you know, the thing about family history is it you're at an increased risk of getting breast cancer, but you're at an increased risk of getting breast cancer earlier than you would have started, probably started getting screened. So, like, my mother had, had breast cancer, and I also don't have the gene. Mm-hmm. Uh, she had it at 40. And so... I had to start getting screened at 30. That's the family risk. It's not that you don't need to get screened if you have no family risk. You still need it. When you are 40, you need to talk to your doctor about getting screened. And they'll recommend, you know, 40 to 44 is um, sometimes they won't recommend that you have a mammogram. They'll just kind of watch you. But, you know, you need to talk to your doctor. Yeah, talk to your doctor about that. And and for me, if, if it's okay, I'll just share a bit about that. So um, I started getting mammograms at 35. And I have had mammograms for 19 years. Okay. And one of the things that, that I felt was really empowering is when I would get my mammogram, if it was possible, the mammogram tech, I would, I'd say, can I take a look at it? And then... And not all cases, but in many of the cases, they would spin the monitor mm-hmm. and show me. And I'd say, like, what does this look like? Now, they can't give you, oh, this is what this is. But they'd say, oh, you know, breast tissue changes with time. Um, this is called fibrous tissue, you know. So if, it's, if you have a lot of fiber in your breast or dense breast tissue, it will look a little bit more. Mm-hmm. It'll show up a little bit more white on the screen versus being clear. Yeah. And so what I started noticing, because um, I, I, I had learned a little bit more about breast cancer, was, wow, over the years, my mammograms, it seems like the tissue's getting more dense. That's interesting because I've been told the older you get, the less dense mm-hmm. your tissue would be. So looked into it and found out, you know what? Women with dense breast tissue are at slightly higher risk. They are. Right. And it's harder to spot. It is harder to see. Right. And I've used this kind of idea that when you get your first mammogram, whether you're 30 like Joelle was or 35 like I was, I want you to ask and make sure you know whether or not you have dense breast tissue. And Utah actually just passed yeah. a law last year that they, your doctor needs to notify you because you are, you do need to get screened. And 
you know, but even if you don't have dense yes. breast tissue, yeah. even if you have no family history, yes. you should get screened every year. Yes. You should get, cause, because of just what you were talking about, every year it gives your doctor a picture of, it's like a, a history, a health history. It, it's like a family health history. You know the picture of what your breasts looked like, what your breast tissue looked like over your lifetime. So they can spot those little changes that come up. And those little changes are big. Are big. They're big. In fact, if I haven't repeated this already, but a mammogram can show a tumor approximately or up to two years earlier than you can feel it. Yes. So if we can feel a tumor, often... It's It's a later stage. It's already at a later stage because it's grown big enough, right, Mm -hmm. for us to feel it. If you feel any change in your tissue at all... Um, no guilt, no anything. Just go see a doctor. I mean, yes. Go ask about it. Go um, and maybe even be assertive mm-hmm. uh, when they say you're awfully young. Um, you know, to, no, uh, this is not. This is new. This is something that hasn't been there before. This is something I'm worried about. I want more screening. Yeah, and the second that you point that out to your doctor, they're going to take a closer look yeah. because breast cancer is so common in women. Yeah. It's so common, and I like what you were saying about turning the monitor around and you're in charge of of your health care you're in charge of your health and talking having these conversations with your doctor so that you understand what what your risk factors are are you a smoker do you drink a lot of alcohol that puts you at an increased risk it's not going to make you get breast cancer breast cancer is not preventable but mm-hmm. there are certain lifestyle factors that put you more at risk for getting breast cancer if you're overweight and in my case what i quickly found out was that the type of breast cancer i have feeds off hormones and i don't know the numbers you do but it's something like 60% of the breast cancers okay there's lots of kinds of breast cancers. You know, 25 years ago, we just thought there was breast cancer. Mm-hmm. Well, now we know there's lots of different types. And so if and when you are diagnosed uh, with breast cancer, one of the first things they'll say to you is, we're going to look at the pathology lab. We're going to look under the microscope, and then we'll tell you what kinds you have. What makes yeah. it grow? For me, mine was feeding off of estrogen and mm-hmm. progesterone. And guess what? F- extra fat on my body can metabolize into estrogen so it can actually feed Mm -hmm. the cancer cells, which is one of the reasons why carrying extra weight can put us at a higher risk for breast cancer. And we know Mm -hmm. that uh, like all across the board. Yeah. If you drink excess alcohol, if you smoke, if you aren't eating that healthy, you're at risk for a lot of a lot of diseases. You know, it lowers your risk. The healthier you are, it's going to lower your risk for getting any chronic disease, including Um, cancer. Right. So when we talk about, you you said something that was kind of startling maybe, and that breast cancer isn't preventable, but we can lower our risk. What do you mean by that? Yeah. So one of the women who spoke a couple years ago Mm -hmm. at one of our breast cancer events. She is the epitome of health. And breast cancer does not discriminate. It doesn't discriminate. One in eight women will get breast cancer in her lifetime. And that is even if you eat healthy, even if you exercise a ton. And I think that that's one of the things in Utah. Mm-hmm. One of the big things is that people are healthy. We have some of the healthiest people in the country. And when they're thinking, I feel fine, 
you know, and uh, they're even if they're doing self breast exams. So the CDC doesn't actually it's not actually a recommended prevention. Now, they don't even just recommend self breast exams. As prevention. Yeah, as prevention. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah because what they're just saying is... You have to have a mammogram. For me, I recommend monthly self-exams for women from the time they are 17 up. Yes. Because just like the rest of your body looking at your hands, you have a good idea what your hands look like. I and mean, if something weird happened to your hands or changed, you might see it. Yep. You see your leg. Well, we typically have our breasts covered. Mm-hmm. And so we may not be always familiar with what it typically feels like, looks like. And so for me, kind of like I was talking about when I get my mammograms, I had them turn the monitor around. Every part, you you know, you're in charge of your body. You are. And you can be diagnosed with breast cancer at 24. Yes. I have a woman, uh, a girlfriend of mine who's 34 and just was diagnosed. And she said, I didn't know right off the bat that these symptoms I was having in my breast would mean breast cancer. Mm-hmm. I, I just didn't know. And so for me, it's really a passionate thing for me to say, you do your monthly self-exams because you need to be familiar with what's normal for your breasts. Yes. And when you go into doctor's appointments and physicals, you got to kind of have that courage to talk about your body yes. in a way that you, so you're more comfortable with it. So that when something feels strange, looks strange, you see a skin puckering uh, underneath uh, your breasts, you have that confidence to say, well, you know, this wasn't here before or this doesn't feel right. Exactly. You know, a lot of that. Um, for those who just joined us, this is Joelle Fierro. Um, she is with the Utah Cancer Control Program and the Utah Department of Health, and we're talking about Breast Cancer um, Awareness Month. Um, I want to go really quickly to free mammograms because this is so key. As we, Joelle was just saying, the most important thing you can do is get a mammogram if you're age 40 or over, okay? Get a mammogram. It can see things before you can feel it. It catches that breast cancer when it's most treatable. And yet there are ways for us to get mammograms that are free if that is a barrier. So tell us about that program. So most insurance covers preventative care. Uh, Almost all insurance is going to cover a mammogram because it's preventative care. It's the best way to find Mm -hmm. cancer early. But if you don't have insurance, the Department of Health has a program that offers free mammograms to women who make a moderate income. So like a family of four can make $64,000. Three hundred and seventy-five dollars. I believe that's mm-hmm. the this Good year's memory. amount. <laughs> yeah. You know, um, so it's a it's a moderate income. You can make up to that much if you don't have insurance, or if you're underinsured, if you have a huge deductible or something like that. We can help you out. There is no reason not to get screened. There's no reason. It's paid for. So if we want to see whether or not we can get our mammogram paid for, how do we connect with the Utah Cancer Control Program and get that? Okay, you can call Mm -hmm. 1-800-717-1811, and you'll talk to somebody who can... who can schedule you right there. They can check your, verify your income, mm-hmm. um, ask you all the, the questions that they need to know, and, um, and you can see if you qualify for the program. Or you can visit cancerutah.org, and you can find a screening location close to you, you know, a local health department or a clinic that participates in our program. And we have them on the website. It's interactive. You can just type in your zip code or click on your county. It, yeah. Uh, you, they're all throughout this state. I also wanted to say that we have on fm100.com uh, paint our town's pink page. Mm-hmm. If you go there, scroll down just a bit, and we put a direct link 
to the webpage where you can search your zip code, where you can get free mammograms, where you can apply for that. Because the whole idea is we are busy. We are busy. And I got a, um, an invitation to be interviewed for a magazine in our community. And the woman who's the editor had said, hey, I want to talk about breast cancer, if you're comfortable sharing with that, and, and mammograms. And she just said, um, why is it, do you think, um, you know, women aren't getting the mammograms like they should in Utah? And I said, I think sometimes we misunderstand the risk. That just being a woman, even if, like you're saying, even if you're healthy, just being a woman is your risk. So you got to get the mammogram. I think sometimes, too, we think, we are busy, and we're juggling science projects and work and home and, and family, and we may have not even think twice about rushing our child to Instacare. Mm-hmm. But we may, it makes me emotional, we may think twice about just making a 30-minute appointment for ourselves to get that mammogram. We don't put the, to the priority that yes. we should. And then she texted me back and said, you know what? It's been four years since I got my mammogram because I've been so busy. And I said, that's how it happens. Now, I wanted to take just a few minutes for me. So getting my mammograms every year, um, I had a busy year. Instead of having my mammogram at 12 months, it was closer to 16, 17 months. In that period of time, that beginning cancer that most likely had been in my body for lying dormant for a little while, small, unable for us to see, had grown from not being visible on a mammogram to being stage 2B. That means in that 16 months, it grew to the point where it not only was visible on the mammogram and on the MRI and the ultrasound, but it also had um, left the primary tumor site, had grown some um, what's called DCIS, which is like first stage, stage 0 cancer cells. Mm -hmm. It had invaded the lymphovascular um, system, which is like your little blood vessels that, you know, takes things in and out of your body. It had got into my lymph nodes. It had tried to eat out through one of the lymph node capsules in 16 months. So when we say, are we so busy to get our annual mammograms over the age of 40, I just want you to, um, to pause and think about what can happen in 16 months. Because that, that's my story, that in 16 months, it, and stage 2B still has a great prognosis. Yes. It's still considered early cancer. Um, it just means that the treatment will be a little longer and the risk a little greater of recurrence. And, um, and I, had, I had really worked hard getting those mammograms. And, um, and so your life is so important to the people in your world, your family, your friends, your coworkers, and and I've been reminded of that once I've shared uh, the fact that I'm uh, battling breast cancer. Um, but don't, please don't marginalize your health care. Yes, mm. I, I love that you said that. You know, we we recommend from the Department of Health to every year get a well woman visit. Like you were talking about, know your body, make sure everything that's going on. But if you think that you don't have time to go get a mammogram if you don't have symptoms it, you, you know like a lump or or other symptoms you can just schedule your own right you can call the screening facility and just schedule you don't even have to see your doctor you should see your doctor right. once once a year but that's really powerful you know? so if you don't have a symptom 
you don't have a lump and you're like, I need a mammogram, just call the hospital mm -hmm. directly yourself. Yeah. Or the facility. You can. Okay. I recommend mm -hmm, you sure. see your do you see your doctor sure. because there are other screening tests that you need on a on a yearly basis as well. But you can just do that, and you know, like when you were when you were talking about that, I, w I started thinking the reasons that I hear. I talk to a lot of women, and I always ask them why they don't get screened. And th a lot of these women have insurance, and a lot of the time I hear that I don't want to know. I I just. Yeah. I don't want to know. There's anxiety. There's it's mm -hmm. scary and it's scary. But cancer is scarier. Yes. And treatment is scary and the things that come with catching cancer at a later stage, you know, and don't second guess. If don't second guess yourself. If you could have caught cancer at an early stage like like you have mm -hmm. caught it or even earlier. Or even stage earlier. 1, stage 0 mm -hmm. with or, you know the DCIS. Yeah. You know, that's that's where we have the, the least amount of complications for treatment, and that is where we have the greatest hope. And um, what's, you know, the stages are so powerful, you know, stage zero, stage one, stage two, and, and you go stage three and stage four. Um, I want to be sensitive to um, many of our viewers and listeners um, have a loved one who has stage four breast mm -hmm. cancer now. Um, there is still a lot of hope and treatment and um, opportunities for living life with stage four. Absolutely. And it, it's just it's amazing just more, what we've done. It's more difficult. Yes, yes. It's more difficult to mm -hmm. treat, you know, it, when it gets into later stages. Yes, yeah, it is. And and we can do a better job, and um, especially because... You know, you shared Utah is known for um, its great health. Uh, you know, you look at the country and, and, and we just lead out in so much that. We lead out in volunteerism. We lead out in so many beautiful things. Um, and women are so important. Yes. And we're not leading out in, in this very, very important area. Important. And I'm glad you address the anxiety and the fear because it is real. But I just want to tell you, and, and I've shared with this on, on Facebook posts, um, you have the strength. You know, if you can get it diagnosed early or whatever stage it is, you're going to find a, a well of support around you. We have some of the very best healthcare uh, facilities in the world right here to take care of you. There are compassionate physicians, compassionate surgeons, compassionate oncologists. There are organizations, the Utah Department of Health, I'll just mention again, there are places and people that will help you and support you uh, through this. So please... Um, honor your life and your health and get those mammograms and this is again for sisters and brothers and cousins and husbands and girlfriends if you have someone in your life who's over 40 and they haven't had their mammogram um, actually you probably don't know I mean, drive them drive them drive them yeah watch their kids yeah next do, time do whatever you have to do to get them there to get screened. I love you. Harass them. Ask them, have you yes. had your mammogram? It seems like an awkward question, but once you do it, people will start answering mm -hmm. it. So this is um, our call to you. And, and Joelle, we're going to wrap up. But any final thoughts uh, as we approach Breast Cancer Awareness Month and trying to get our, our women to say, hey, I'm going to get these mammograms. I'm going to book the appointment today. I think that not knowing doesn't mean that you won't get breast cancer not knowing it is better to know and it is better to know early because we are in charge of our health 
We're, and we need to be there for our families. We need to be there for the loved ones in our life. So if you're a woman, 40 or older, talk to your doctor about getting screened for breast cancer. If you don't have insurance, the Department of Health can pay for your mammogram. Yeah, thank you, Joelle. Thank and thank you for, you for all me. the advocacy you do. And, and I would be um, ungrateful if I didn't say thank you uh, for the emails and the calls and the messages and all the support uh, for me this month and uh, in the coming year. Thank you for joining us on this week's edition of Utah Weekly Forum.